0: Here he is, your host, Jim Irvin.
1: We're back again.
2: Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> we want yeah.
1: we want to welcome you to Time Signatures. Uh, I am Jim Irvin. This is going to be a two-parter with Freddie Cunningham and James L. Williams, Thank uh, founders you. of the Root Doctor Band, and of course the lovely and talented Marge Mooney. Glad to have her here. She's got her cowbell. I do. And maybe we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll get her to play it on the on the outro or something. <laughs> I, I don't have any music, but you know we'll figure something yeah. out. So I just want to get back into it and uh, since this is part two of our interview with you guys yeah, yeah. Uh, talking about your 32 years that you blessed the greater Lansing area and, and the music world itself with the Root Doctor Band um, one of my f- biggest thrills was being there for your, your final show. It was aboard the Michigan Princess. Uh-huh. And Freddie I have to ask you something man um, your signature closing song Drawing a blank.
2: Soulshine. So Soul, 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 Yes, yeah, Soul yeah.
1: Shine. Thank you. I, I absolutely love that. You know that that was like the the way that you closed out just about every concert I've ever seen you play, including mm-hmm. it at the Blues Fest on the Michigan Princess. It was just it's one of my favorite songs that you guys do. Well, thank you.
3: Warren Haynes wrote the song, and um, I heard Larry McRae do it for the first time. Oh wow! Yeah, and, Larry is uh, how I got familiar with it too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in the first, you mm-hmm. first time that I heard it, and um, I was fortunate enough to have musicians and you know in the band that I had who could play it, and um, I was able to you know to put my spin on it, and uh, it's one of my favorite songs that I do. Me yeah, too. I,
2: I absolutely love it. Absolutely. I feel like uh, we both have a connection with it feeling like our fathers, bringing our fathers back to us. Yeah,
3: you know, because it talks a lot about uh, thinking about what my daddy said, you know, and uh, we were pretty close to our dads. And uh, he, was, he definitely he was a special person in my life.
1: So I, I have to ask uh, both of you, mm-hmm. Freddie and James, what musician or band Caused you guys to dig deeper into your musical roots and bring new stuff out. Was there was there any particular band you can point to, or?
4: Well, you know, we have to think, uh, Mr. Scott Allman because he 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 brought a lot of blues, and he still does here in the in the capital city. Mm-hmm. And uh, Scott always believed in it, mm-hmm. some old school, and he bring up some fresh stuff from people that he that he met, and and. Uh, we got a chance to choose some some of that music there too, did yep. you think
3: yeah yeah yep. it was it was like when I was younger, and it was all, it was always you know the temptations, it was always you know Smoky Robinson, it was the four Tops and stuff like that because that's that was the time that I grew up in, you know that was the time when Motown was really big mm-hmm. and unfortunately. The blues was taking kind of a downer at that time. You know, it was kinda under the radar, so we say. But myself, doing all those songs, The My Girl and Ain't Too Proud to Beg and all that stuff, I always wanted to do blues tunes. Yeah. Fortunately, I ran into people who were into that, you know, into that genre and so it wasn't it wasn't hard for me to to pick it back up because it was always there.
2: I'd like to add a little something Sure, to that. yeah, go ahead, by all um, means. As we mentioned in the previous show, I would like to put out a, a page with a list of the musicians that we can't think of right now, or you know, because <laughs> there's so many. <laughs> and we've been blessed with amazing talent an amazing heart and thought. Each version of the band brought different people who had different ideas or would bring songs back from... Um, different eras. They could do blues. They could do jazz, funk, soul. Mix it all up. And um, Jimmy Alfredson brought you know some amazing '60s music. And mm-hmm. um, so I, w- I want to say it's the musicians in the band that helped us dig deeper mm-hmm. a- and bring more music out, mm-hmm. including writing. Well said. Yeah. And a- an
5: album to album, you can hear it. You can hear a little bit of an influence, like like as things changed hands. First mm-hmm. of all, but I mean, anytime I've ever listened to. Groove doctor it isn't just a matter of just the blues Freddie's voice as we all know lends itself to soul anyway mm-hmm. um, you can hear that of uh, the gospel influence. There's, there's just so many different vibes and and I like that you point out the 60s vibe because that is something that I've always noticed especially with Jim's playing Jim, yeah. Jim Alfredson mm-hmm. he's just got that that groovy mm-hmm. 70s, 60s late 60s early mm-hmm. 70s the organ man he yeah. rides that yeah it's awesome
3: yeah he really does He's an old soul. He is. Yeah, absolutely. You know, me yeah, and, you know, and
5: And he's actually just—he's slightly younger than me.
3: <laughs> I well, you know. I know
5: this because we went to the same high school.
2: Oh really? <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. It's <laughs> a <Yeah>. tiny world.
3: <laughs> well, you are listening to
1: Time Signatures with Jim Irvin and Adelian Lowry, and we have our special guest here, uh, the Root Doctor Band, Freddie Cunningham and James L. Williams, and of course the lovely and talented Marge Mooney. Glad to have everybody here, and we are coming to you live, well, kind of live by tape, I guess you could say, or recorded. Uh, recorded live. Recorded live there in front go. of a studio recorded audience live. here at uh, at Moriarty's, and we are so thankful that they've given us a place to do this. But since we talked to James, yeah. and we know what he's doing now that uh, that he's not working with the root doctor, what, what have you been up to? I, I've seen you around town a few
3: times, too, ma'am. Well, you know, I um, I don't have a project right now but there there could be something coming up in in the next couple of months i just have to uh, do
1: we have breaking news here
3: well i no. i just have to get my i just have to get myself together you know as far as um putting a show putting a you know different tunes together and um you know, nev- you know, maybe something coming up in the next couple of months. You never know.
2: Possibly okay. on a Tuesday night at Moriarty's. <laughs> you <have> yeah, <laughs> maybe. A, yeah, on a Tuesday night at Moriarty's.
1: I have to say that I absolutely hated the first announcement that I heard, and it was when you guys were playing at um, the Sun-Dried Festival in Mason. That was okay. the first time that I heard you guys were wrapping up. It hurts so bad to hear that because I love your music, and I've, oh. you know I've, I've shot pictures of you guys yeah. for years. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Um, so it's it's kind of serendipitous to be able to see the members of the Root Doctors still continuing on, still sowing the seeds of music within the community. Whether or not they're together is irrelevant. The, the, the style and, and the flavor of that Root Doctor family still exists. Mm-hmm. And I love seeing you guys when you bump into each other, you know, like you did when you when you saw James this evening. And oh, yeah. I mean, you guys are like family. You, you've played together for all those years. Oh, all those
3: years, yeah, you can't help but be. Absolutely. You know, I mean, for you will forever have a place in my musical heart, you know. Um. Oh, yeah, Fred. We, we made a lot of music together. Oh, yeah. And uh,
4: actually... You guys still got some cds a lot of music right we do
2: oh yeah
3: like this <laughs> <laughs> it was a million seller you know? there's a million in <laughs> a million of them in the hey
5: james as the bass guy you got a favorite song you like playing
4: oh man i had a couple of them out there um uh,
5: now, you, you only get one. I'm, I'm going to make it the one, brother. That's all there is.
4: Actually, <laughs> get one shot this. Actually, your theme song that you was playing there, yeah. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan Rose, Michigan yeah. was a yeah. really cool yeah. song. And I, I really dug that um, when we was putting it together. And it still sounds good.
5: Yeah. I, I, and anybody that knows me knows I love Michigan. So when you guys like put that out, I was like, eh,
1: yeah, let's do this. <laughs> and, and you know the irony of it. Um, da asked me to come up with an intro song that I could use for the intro and the outro of the program. Uh huh, and I literally pulled up the first album, and I heard that, and I said, "Ooh, twenty six seconds. That's a beautiful intro time." <laughs> and, it's, and I love the sound, and I love the 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 flavor of it. And anybody that listens to our podcast now, they're gonna know that we're from Michigan. There you we go. are Michigan based, so. Go. Everything just kind of fell in together.
5: Out of curiosity, when you guys would sit down and say, all right, it's time to put together a new album, Mm -hmm. what's your starting point? Was it a matter of writing the lyrics first? Did you start off with music first? Was it riff? What was it? Well. Different guys, uh, and, and, and yeah, I know there's a lot of guys that aren't here that don't get to talk about this. I'm sure they definitely yeah. contributed,
4: yeah, um, yeah. You know, they and came up with a groove, and you know, and then I'm I'm. okay. So, a rear
5: for it. a groove, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. your starting point, right? Yeah. And then yeah. you, you, you'd weave the lyrics in around that, yeah, all right. Because right. every, every band I've noticed does it different, so
3: right, you know, um, and some of the songs we did do differently, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, um. A couple of songs, there were already lyrics, too. We just put a groove to it.
2: We were gifted songs then, from people. Mm-hmm. Which, um, Ed Smith and um, Jason Strothide both right. gave you lyrics to a song okay. that they yeah. made their own with the, with the music.
3: You know, and then we would play that groove, and Jimmy and Greg and I would think of something, you know, to fill that spot. Fortunately, they, you know, it's the, a lot of them. Kind of, they fit together.
2: That mm-hmm.
5: always comes back to having just the right combination to do right. in, in a band. So it, that's the way it, it works. Is.
3: It is. It's chemistry is. for sure. Yeah, it, it, is. yeah. Oh it is. It is chemistry. Right, the coin of uh, the coin of phrase. So
5: typically, the lyrics over the years, though, they've been they've been contributed by different members of the band, or was yeah. it always okay. All yeah, right.
3: <laughs> right. You know, because I've I've written a couple.
5: And that's that's the thing. Is would you consider yourself a poet?
3: Uh, Without no. knowing it, <laughs> <laughs> I know it, and I ain't no point. I, yeah,
5: <laughs> there it is.
0: <laughs> you knew it
3: was coming back. <laughs> hey, timing's everything, man. Uh, no, you got that right. No, but uh, I was, you know, I was able to put, you know, put a few things together, mm-hmm. and Jimmy and Greg <laughs> and James and
2: and uh scory and lisa and mike and bill
3: Malone, oh, yeah. and you know and different people so many were, names
5: that we can't remember
3: yeah exactly <laughs> and we love you yeah, all exactly. yes and we do love y'all Because i mean you know because they were such a big contribution yeah. yeah
4: yeah. you know i think the root doctor sound also was coming from fred and i first the consistency over the years on um, the root and, mm-hmm. and the lead uh vocals was was there.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that's, You know, there was something that I had mentioned uh, in our first go-round when we uh, yeah. recorded the first episode, that the sound has always been consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That quality has mm-hmm. always been there, regardless of who you've got
3: supporting you. Right. It's always right. been a consistent, uh, familial mm-hmm. sound. And I've always been fortunate to have musicians around me who wanted to, you know, who could contribute to what you know to what I wanted to do or who could assist me I mean had it not been for James Greg Doug Jimmy Steve. All right, so next time we do this,
5: we're yeah. going to give you a list of names.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh,
5: and this, go, yeah. And we're going to put it there, and we're going to go, okay, we're going to acknowledge everybody right here. Exactly. <laughs> and then you we'll go back around. Right? It was a lot of folks to make it happen over Oh, the yeah. But you two, if, if, and correct me if I'm wrong, you two are the, the, the two guys that have been the consistent force behind
3: this, yeah, right? Been the yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I think that uh, you know, just having what Fred naturally to be the lead singer, but I think having the bass uh, made it a little easier for other musicians to to come into the band and, and to make the music tight. Yeah,
3: that's the found, you know, because the bass is the foundation. You can put, I mean, all you need is a bass. You know, you could bass yeah. player and a singer, you'd be fine. You know, I mean, you know, push come to shove. <laughs> but you know you add all those other, you know, pieces together, and it's you know makes it that much better. But yeah, you know.
1: So it's it's been a, a very positive interview to this point. But I'd I'd like you to talk about. You're you turning it negative now. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nah,
3: exactly,
1: yeah.
2: describe,
1: describe your least favorite part about being a musician. Is there anything about being a musician that has been a challenge to you or uh, and this is for both of you I'd like to get an answer from both of you is there anything about being a musician that has been a challenge at any point over the last 32 years
3: yeah when we started we you had to take your own PA mm. and you know I mean we still do you know to yeah. different, in different places fortunately now I have someone who will you know who will take care of that for me. We're sorry, Marge. You know. <laughs> hey, you know. Sorry, yeah. well, I'm a little, a little lazy, I'm <laughs> sorry. But no, that was, you know, that was, you know, they were saying that, you know, that's what you get paid for. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Was, that was it. Yeah. So, a that.
5: lot of equipment lugging in, in the Oh,
4: days. I And also, family. You know, when you're trying to raise a family or you're trying to, uh, I've been working at Michigan State for 37 years. Yeah. So, to try to uh, maintain a job
3: and yeah. and a family life, and, you know, it yeah. can be challenging sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, a lot of those years, working five days a week at least yeah you know and playing sometimes two nights a week on the weekend you know in smoky bars. yeah at that time yeah you know so so
1: speaking of your um of the venues you've played at a lot of venues in the greater lansing area what would you say was your favorite venue ever all time to play in
4: well (laughs) oh oh besides this place that we played a couple of times
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
4: well, we did a lot of playing, actually, at the Green Door. And Moriarty. You know, the uh, the Green Door has been really a great place for the band.
3: Sometimes we we were there, like, every other weekend. Well, and the other thing is, too,
1: it it doesn't exist anymore, and I'm sorry because I never got to go there, but the Cadillac Club, I know, was a a very Ah. popular jumping place. You guys actually recorded one of your albums live there. Mm Yes. And um I've seen some video of that too on YouTube, which is kinda cool.
3: And you know, the room the room is very, the room was really nice. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that room. Yeah. Only thing about it was the stage was too small. Mm. Which was surprising considering how big that place how was. How big that yeah. place was. So it's too
1: bad the silver dollar wasn't blues back in the day. Well you? well, you know what? It was
3: huge. it was because they had a huge you know, it had a huge stage. Oh yeah. And the lighted floor and, you know, yep. the whole the whole shot I saw, slime the family stone there one night for at $1. the dollar at the dollar for fifty oh, cents.
2: <laughs> Do you
5: see me right now? Do fifty you see me, cents. I, I'm like green right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <Like> M- <laughs>
1: well, I mean, I've I've heard about the big bands that played the big uh, hair bands and oh yeah, Aerosmith and yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. Oh, K- Kiss Kis like,
5: Kis played there at one point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah, one, yeah, one stage that we played uh, was really small. Is when. To be, President Clinton was coming through on his train oh right to Chicago, gosh, yeah. Yeah. and so we had to walk through like 10, 15,000 people. Yep. They, they let the band go last, so we had to snake our way right, through 200. the
3: crowd wow. to get on this little this little stage. Yeah, it was
5: like in the 90s, wasn't it? Yeah. Right. That yeah.
3: we shared yeah. with the lug nut, and, you know, and while we're trying to do, do whatever it is, here's this guy in a lug nut outfit? In a lug nut outfit. <laughs> Why didn't you hand and him uh, the guitar, man? And, you just and hand and him a guitar you know, say, What could you do? You know, the president was there. You had to be nice. <laughs> and big lug. <look>. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a big lug. I'm anyway. just a president.
4: Well, speaking of, we did play that that stadium as well. With, was it, oh, Vic, was yeah, it Leonard That Skinner? was uh,
3: Leonard Skinner and Winner. Johnny Winner, yeah. Johnny
1: Winner. Yeah.
5: Oh, Edgar Winner. Winner, okay. yeah. Right. yeah.
1: Well, you are listening to Time Signatures. I'm your host, Jim Irvin, along with Adelian Lowry. We are recording live at Moriarty's right downtown in Lansing, Michigan. And we've got a nice crowd in the place here. How about a big hand? Yeah, yeah. We, do. yeah. we do. We are so thankful yeah. for everybody that came Thank out you. this evening. And we are also speaking with Freddie Cunningham and James L. Williams from the Root Doctor Band. And I, I don't ever want to call them retired or anything like that because you'll always be the root doctor to me. <laughs> and, of course, the lovely and talented Marge Mooney, we're glad to have her as well. And as I said, we are thankful to have everybody here. <laughs> Guys, I want to turn the page just a little bit. We've got a little bit of time left here. Mm-hmm. But I'd like to uh, sh- have you share with me the best piece of advice you ever got from another musician. And you're, I want you to dig back maybe the beginning. What was, what was the best piece of advice you ever got?
3: Be yourself. You can't be anybody else. You, you
5: know. Yeah, play because everybody else is already taken.
3: They're right. They
4: are.
1: <laughs> yeah, play it. Play it how you feel. Play it from the heart. Yeah. You
4: know? yeah.
1: yeah. Going back to, I, I got to share something with you guys. About a week and a half ago, we went to um, a fundraiser for the Ukrainian children, mm-hmm. and Larry McRae was there. Unbeknownst to me, Larry had recently lost his son back in right. November. Right. Right. I and I didn't know this previously, but I brought my son with me, Uh and I always wanted him to hear the Root Doctor Band, which he's not done yet. So you're going to have to do a reunion. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. okay. And and also, and also, I I would love that. And also to hear Larry McRae. And when I introduced him to Larry, um, I had told him that my son plays guitar just a little bit, and Larry was genuinely interested in my son, and he said. You know, man. He says, if I'm if I'm ever in the area playing, he says, you get you know get to the point where you want to play, we'll have to get together and pick some strings. He says, but let me tell you, he said, play for yourself first. Yeah. And when you're ready to share it with the world, right. The opportunity will present itself. Yeah, well, yeah. And I thought, I, I looked at my son. I'm like, do you know what just happened? The guy's legendary. I mm-hmm. mean, Larry McRae, mm-hmm. much like yourselves. I mean, you guys are blues in the Greater Lansing area. And, you know, Larry played here for for many years, played Blues on the Square. I think you guys did, too. Yeah. So the, the familial aspect of the Blues in this area, I think, is probably one of the most exciting things that I've ever been a part of.
3: I have always been amazed at the amount of talent and the level of the talent in this little town. When you think about Lansing as a metropolitan area, not that big. Now
5: you're talking what, 200,000 if you include East If you include East,
3: yeah. yeah. You know, Colton, I don't know, he might have to go out as far as Poamo. <laughs> 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 you know, but, uh,
1: you're giving me kudos out here for being good on the button now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the level, you know, the the amount of talent and the level of talent, you know, I, I have always been amazed by it. You know, I mean, good rock and roll players, All good right. blues players, yeah, yeah, in this town. You know? Oh
4: yeah, definitely. So you know, we used to great, play.
3: Uh, sorry, a lot of great jazz musicians jazz. too. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, don't do not yes. do, them, not, do
5: not really good stuff. Yes.
4: yes. got MSU so close, yeah, full exactly, of music, yeah. yes. right? James, you were saying? No, I was just giving a say. We used to play Grand Rapids a lot, and seemed like lansing should be more musical at that time you know mm-hmm. and say so, why don't they have more music over here in lansing like they do doing grand rapids and and eventually i think that lansing caught up and, and has been doing a,
1: a great job over the years yeah, yeah it's definitely uh, like i said earlier it's definitely on a a resurgence or yeah. you know it's, it's yeah. growing again people yeah. are getting excited All right um, I think it was a Jim Alfredson that put the post up that was inviting people to come he had a space where you could come and practice and right different yep. things I mean right. that's 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 where this stuff happens yes yep. it's, a, it's a big mixing bowl where you get to put people together and that's that's one of the things that's always blown my mind since I've been in the Lansing area and been involved with Capillary Blues Society um and I'm, I'm incredibly honored to be a part of that board and and working mm-hmm. with that organization we've got some wonderful people there but it's amazing to me when you look at people like Mike Lynch. Yeah. Every time I turn around, Mike Lynch is playing with somebody. Yeah, you know. And, yeah. And it, there's a reason for that. It's not, and it's not just Mike, but he's one example that pops into my head. Right. is uh, another one. Mocha's is right. another one. Mm-hmm. Three or four different bands. I mean, it's it's the level of quality that these musicians in the Greater Lansing area have, have. Yep. that you don't find everywhere. Yep. It's it's like it's indigenous to this area and It's organic, and it's a wonderful thing
2: to have. And uh, there's a generous spirit with the musicians, too. Very much so. I love that.
1: So what I wanted to find out is I know that Freddie, he's always been a hard worker with the band, but I'm going to ask Freddie first, and then I'm going to ask James, and we'll see if he corrects him at all. (laughs) 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 Okay. So, Freddie, how would your previous bandmates describe you? as a member of the Red doctor
3: um, a friend first first of all you know I'm, you know I've always treated treated the band members equally i mean uh, we we always as far as the money was concerned everybody got paid the same you know, there there wasn't any Extra hundred dollars for me because I'm the lead singer. No, there wasn't. There was any of that. Everybody got the same amount of money, and I wanted to. I wanted to make sure, right off the bat, that that happened because that is one of the, one of the things that will destroy your band, you know, as quick as anything else, you know, ego. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know. Definitely I mean, so You know, I'm letting everybody know that everybody is on the same is on the same level nobody is more important than anybody else james
4: well i think that's what held us all together for all these years right you know uh just having that equal pay and uh, so are you talking about what the damaged thought of me? No, oh, I oh, just, oh, oh, Fred? I just wonder about Fred. Oh,
1: no, oh. what do you
4: think about Fred? <laughs> <laughs> see, see Fred.
3: Ah, now we're getting down to it. <laughs> easy, <laughs> easy, yeah, easy yeah, out
2: there.
5: Yeah. James, <laughs> I was seriously waiting for you to come in and saying, Oh, by the way, you owe me a hundred bucks.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Remember that last game we played? Bucks?
4: No, we're not gonna him up no cans of worms. You know, you <laughs> know You know, we all have our moments. And and you know, Fred and I danced around a few things over the years, but we still managed to, to pull forward in a positive way. I think of just being a strong vocalist, it was quite important for the, the Root Doctor Band, and, and I'm trying to be a, a strong bass player behind him. And so... Um, what was that question again? <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: you did fine. You did
4: fine.
5: Well, <laughs> you know the funny thing is, you, you kind of hinted towards it right there. But I don't know how many bands I have talked to where they have described kind of what you were hinting at right there, and that is, band is almost like being in a
3: marriage. It is. You know, I mean, I, what are you going to do? I mean, you I mean, because you're going to, you're going to bump heads with every, anywhere you go. Yeah. You know, so you're going to quit this band. Because you didn't, you know, because you had a little spat mm-hmm. or you're going to keep, you know, you're going to go, well, you're going to, you know, you're going to meet the same thing at another band. You're going to have a spat about something else. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, are you going to work through that or are you going to just keep going from place to place?
1: Absolutely. Well, we want to thank both of you for being here this evening. We enjoyed
3: uh, being here. I really did. Thank you.
1: Thanks for having us.
3: Freddie Cunningham,
1: James L. Williams. Yes. The lovely and talented Marge Mooney, who is That's going to me. play the cowbell here for us in just a couple of minutes. <laughs> I'm telling you, she's going to play it during the outro. We're going, leave the, we're going to leave her mic up so that she can play it for us. We thank you both for being here. Actually, all three of you for being here. Thank and, you. Uh, and Jadalien, yes. thank you so much for being here on The Maiden Voyage. Hey, uh, happy to be there, man. This has been a good time. And mm-hmm. uh, I think we've got a lot more good stuff in the future coming up. As everybody knows, most music has can trace its roots back in some way, or fashion, to the blues and that's one of the things that we want to highlight with this podcast have a good night thank you so much for being here big hand for you
0: Until next time, keep on keeping the blues alive.